Welcome to Girl's Best Friend. I'm Candice Queetham at Busybody Biscuit, and you're listening to episode 10, if you can believe it. I've been really looking forward to this one. It's just purely for fun. When I put out a call to my Instagram to ask for people to contribute stories, it was so fun for me to see friends pop out of the woodwork that I haven't talked to in a really long time, and they were able to give an accurate and honest look into what it's like to combine baby life, kid life with calf life and with dogs. So I hope you enjoy and get a couple chuckles in today. It's a rainy day in London. I hope it's sunny wherever you are and that you are enjoying the springtime weather. And here we go. This episode is sponsored by Pet Teaser, the dog grooming range from the makers of the life-changing detangling hairbrush Tangle Teaser. Every girl in our family has curly, tangly, beautiful, unruly hair, including Little Biscuit. Our kid-proof and gentle pet teaser makes Biscuit's bath time another way to have fun together as a family. Find them at PetTeaser.com. I decided it would only be fair to start with my own story about Biscuit. Um, And so one of my favorites comes from Riley's first year of nursery. She's four years old, but at the time she was two and a half. And her teachers, I guess, were writing little things that the the children loved on hearts to put up all over the classroom for Valentine's Day. So when I went in for a parent-teacher conference or a parent-visit day, whatever, um, I we all looked on the wall for our children's heart and their name. Now, most every single kid had written their siblings and their parents on their hearts. When I saw Riley's, it said, I love Avery and Whiskey. That's right. W-H-I-S-K-E-Y, whiskey, hard liquor, whiskey. And her teacher said, that's what she said. We weren't quite sure what she was getting at. And um, they were embarrassed. I was rolling. I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen because I knew exactly what she meant. And that's Bisky. So Riley lived Avery, her sister, and Bisky, her other sister. And I've kept that heart locked safe in my treasure box. I think it's the most precious thing from Riley's second year. So big thank you to our first contributor, Danielle, who is going to tell you about her beautiful calf, Stella. I'm Danielle, and I have a five-year-old cavalier named Stella. And she's been with us since long before children were in the picture. So I also have a two and a half year old daughter named Grace and another baby on the way, which Stella is cued on to because she's been extremely cuddly with me, which has been a very nice change for her. Or maybe it's toddler protection, one of the two. But as far as my favorite story about Stella... There's a lot I could tell in the last two and a half years. I definitely have so many cute pictures and videos between her and Grace. So their relationship is adorable. But now that Grace is older and is talking more, that has been my favorite. So Stella maybe is like, other cavaliers, but she particularly likes to be with us wherever we are. So every bath time, every bedtime routine, every diaper change, she is there. And what Grace often says now, um, if she's changing or if she's coming out of the bath, she says, no licking, Steli, 
which uh, always makes me laugh. Um, Stella likes to lick her legs or her tush, and uh, it's cute, but Grace is already um, setting boundaries on their relationship. So this story is about Stella, and she is five. She's a cavalier, by the way. And Grace, she's now two and a half, but this story is from, gosh, Grace was a toddler of some sort in her high chair. Uh, The best thing to happen to Stella is when Grace started eating solid foods. Um, The amount of snacks and her ability to have food at her height was her favorite. But one day, um, I... I'm always kind of watching out for her health. You know, I'm hypersensitive about her, you know, anything going wrong with her. And she was kind of scratching or trying to bite at like her neck and her shoulder. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, like what is going on? Oh my gosh, is this a nerve issue? Is something going on with her back? And I just couldn't figure it out for a while. So I started panicking. I was like, oh my gosh, she's having something wrong with her. And finally, I figured out that there was a macaroni noodle attached to her ear that was um, kind of one of those spiral noodles. So it was kind of dangling and stuck in her fur. And then upon further investigation, I found some more kind of stuck in her back. So um, it was a relief that it was just macaroni, but um, kind of funny. Next up, we have Duke and his mama, Jaylene. When my husband and I finally got pregnant, I'll admit, I was a little nervous on how our dog Duke was going to handle having a baby in the house. He had always done well with other people's kids, but having one of your own is a big adjustment. A couple of months after our son was born, he started crying up in his bassinet. And before you know it, I looked on the monitor and there was Duke trying to rescue him. He had climbed on top of our bed and was attempting to get in the bassinet with the baby to cuddle him and soothe him. I don't know why I ever doubted their relationship. A year later, and they're the best friends. They share their snacks, naps, and of course, lots of wet, slobbery kisses. You'll hear from Amanda next. We became friends in Chicago when we lived there. We traveled all over the States together, and... I think I can claim ownership for her having chosen to get a Cavalier. Um, she was great friends with Biscuit and in the early days before Riley even existed. And um, her partner and her moved back to Sydney and got a cab named Ziggy. I wish that we could see each other more often because I know that if we were there, our girls and our dogs, it would just be heaven for me. So anyway, I love you, Amanda. I had had friends tell me how sweet and protective their dogs were with their newborns, how they would sleep in the nursery with the baby and basically tell you anytime they would make a noise. And I was really excited to see this dog-baby relationship blossom. But it didn't turn out that way for us. Um, I'll never forget going to pick up Ziggy from a friend's house after coming home from the hospital. We purposely popped Ziggy in the back uh, where Kennedy was in her capsule so she could sniff her out and meet her for the first time. I mean, I'd always, (laughs) 
I've always questioned Ziggy's sense of smell, but this was so deliberate. She turned her back towards the capsule and looked out the passenger window. And it just broke my heart. (laughs) And she continued to completely ignore Kennedy for a couple of months. Or it felt like a really, really long time. Until we were out one day and I was spying on the dog. Um, on the doggy cam and she was sleeping in Kenny's docker tot on the couch and that's when I knew she secretly loved Kenny which was really sweet um and to be honest since then slowly slowly but surely they have built the sweetest relationship Kenny just loves her she tries to walk her she shares her food with her which is really gross because we all know where the dog's mouth has been but what I love most is after a day apart when they see each other they're so excited and they're so happy and it is just the best I'm loving that each of these contributors come from a part of my life that I want to remember. And the next contributor is David Moore. He comes from London. We got to know each other when David and his partner Sarah agreed to watch Biscuits. They were recommended by a friend of ours. And we um, we dropped Biscuit off and realized very quickly that Sarah was pregnant. And she ended up going into labor, I believe, when Biscuit was at their house. We went and picked her up. But it was unbelievable. And we became expat friends. They ended up moving back to the States. But we stay in touch. And they have their own little cavalier um, that you'll hear about next. Thank you so much for having me, Candy. My name is David. And... Some of the most heartwarming moments that I can think about with our children and Charlie really is about the evolution of their relationship. When our two and a half year old was younger, he would be so rough and kind of really put Charlie through the ringer, whether it be throwing toys or coming over and kind of giving him a very, very hard hug around the neck and Charlie just kind of lays there and takes it. Um, but now when they play, they run around and Charlie barks and they have fun throwing the balls around the house. It's really, really cute seeing Theo just kind of stop what he's doing and walk over to Charlie and give him a really tender hug. Or when he's laying there, he looks at him and says, oh, Charlie, I love you. And you can just see how affectionate it is. And, uh, that's some of the most heartwarming moments that I can think of with Charlie. We're really excited about today's sponsorship by Pet Teaser. It's our go-to hairbrush that we really love and use as a family when we're taking care of our smallest and hairiest member, Biscuit. It's different from heavy metal brushes. It's lightweight, it's soft, and safer for the girls to use to practice loving on Biscuit. Not only does the brush detangle quickly and gently, it promotes shine in Biscuit's coat and helps with shedding to get those loose hairs gone so that they don't build up in the dusty old corners of our house. It's a game changer and a time saver for us, so find them at PetTeaser.com. Next up is Jennifer McConnell. I met her in London through Cavaliers of London. Actually, I think it was through Biscuit's account, Um, but one of my favorite memories of Jennifer is that Um, I was walking down the King's Road in Chelsea with Biscuit on a lead. I don't remember where we were going, but I remember just hearing this, Is that Biscuit? (laughs) And seeing a woman on her bike stop. 
Um, and it just so happened to be Jennifer who had been following Biscuit. And um, she was on her way to work with her helmet and on her commuter bike. And we just, we became friends. And I, it, it honestly just touched me that, <laughs> that she recognized Biscuit. Biscuit ended up going with Jennifer and her family to Snowdonia, Wales one Christmas when we actually went to visit Amanda and her dog Ziggy in Sydney, Australia. So that's a funny world for you. Anyway, love you, Jennifer. Hope to see you soon. Hi, Candice. Hi, Biscuit. Thank you so much for letting me talk about my two babies on your new podcast. Caddy the Cavalier is nearly nine years old and Mabby, our daughter, is four. There are too many special moments to choose from, but the day I brought our newborn baby home from the hospital and Caddy tried to lick her head, we knew it was love at first sight. Whilst there was a little bit of saltiness from Caddy when she realised she wasn't the baby anymore, now that Mabley is growing into a little girl, Caddy is back to being the baby again. Mabley is able to get and retrieve treats when I said no and open the fridge door. One of my favourite moments is entering dog competitions with the two of them. Invariably, there will always be a dog most like its owner category. We've had matching bandanas the first year and matching tutu and fairy wing costumes. We keep the rosettes above Mabley's bed. When Mabby was one, Caddy jumped onto the bed and Mabby, who couldn't speak yet, said her very first word. Not mummy or daddy, it was Wawa. So now Caddy is actually now called Wawa. Mabby doesn't have any siblings and during lockdown we've really appreciated the love and entertainment that Wawa brings. She lost her hearing a few years ago and really appreciates the extra effort that Mabby goes to to make sure she knows where we are at all times and always keeps a sight of her on our walks. There really is nothing better than seeing the two girls together. Like any sisters, there's some bickering and cuddle wars for my attention, but on the whole, they love each other deeply. I don't know the three of us would ever be without the baby of the family, Caddy the Cavalier. It's always fun for me when Biscuit's account becomes a family thing. Um, and when it comes to the Batrans, I, um, I'm friends with their mom. I'm friends with the sisters. And I feel like I, I've actually met them in London. They came to London. We had a really nice sit down. I feel like it was too short and that we need to get together and go to brunch and take our dogs um, and, and our babies too. Um, but anyway, next up, you're going to hear from the Batran sisters. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm her sister, Kristen. And we each have a sweet cavalier. We are longtime cavalier lovers since we grew up with one as our family pup. Since our calves have joined our families, we have also each added human babies into the clan. It has been so fun to watch our pups develop relationships with the littles and seeing how their interactions evolve over time. When my now toddler was born, Millie could not get enough of him and was quite invasive, wanting to get in on all of the action. If I was nursing, she'd be right in there, wanting to sit on my lap too. If my baby spit up, she'd be right in there trying to lick his face clean. Daisy, on the other hand, was quite indifferent. In fact, a little scared, mostly hiding under furniture or seeking refuge upstairs. Tables turned a little bit for Millie from when that once immobile baby started to be on the go, rambunctiously wanting to play with the pups all the time, pick them up, grab their fur, give them all the hugs and kisses. And Daisy has become quite possibly more shell-shocked at the sight of this human tornado and still likes to watch the action from afar. Recently, they have found a mutual understanding with my toddler, as they have realized with him comes treats. They anxiously await below his high chair for any droppings of food they can get their paws on, and he gets a huge kick out of watching them dance and giving them a treat. 
We are looking forward to the pups continuing their silly antics as the kids grow. Our families would definitely not be complete without our fur babies. So I have to start my introduction for Ashley as a story about Biscuit because (laughs) I can totally identify with her. I asked her for the funniest, grossest, saddest, cutest stories that she could think of with her kids and her dog. When she sent her story to me, I thought, you know what? We have that in common. This one comes from one time when we took Biscuit to the Cotswolds. We were vacationing with another family, which makes it even worse um, (laughs) because that family had a really, really small baby. And believe it or not, this has never happened to us yet with our kids, even though it very well could have happened on its own. Um, But they had packaged up a diaper full of number two and put it outside and because biscuit was begging for some dinner i put her outside eric opened the back door and he caught her in the act face deep in a dirty diaper number two her entire face smeared in disgusting i'll just say it poop poop everywhere It was so bad. It was so bad. We couldn't look at her the same. I've never seen my husband react the way that he did. It was absolute repulsion. And he took her up and he's the one. He doesn't really bathe her much. It's kind of my deal. But he took her up and he did a full like three times scrub. Got her all clean. But I I don't think he'll ever be kissing her face again. Um, So... That's that's a story to kind of prep you for what Ashley has to tell you. Um, here is my great friend from Instagram who I've also met in London when she passed through. You're lovely and I can't wait to see you again. This is Ashley. So we got Mary Bell when um, my girls were three and six years old. And Blair, my older daughter, has always just been in love with Mary Bell. And... Mary Bell loves her too, but she is a mama's girl, and she only really has eyes for me. However, having said that, when the girls get out of the car and Mary Bell's riding with us, she cries and cries and cries. And it's so funny because she, you know, at home, she just wants to be with me, and she does not want to be held hostage in Blair's room. And our other daughter, Brooke, she loves Mary Bell, but she's like, you know, whatever. Um, But Blair just, yes, she will manhandle her, hold her hostage. And then when that door opens, Mary Bell shoots out of there like a rocket. But when they get out of the car to leave, Mary Bell is so sad. So that's funny. But Mary Bell has always been so sweet with the girls and so patient, even while being manhandled by Blair. Um but Mary Bell is also a nasty little girl because whatever the girls leave upstairs in their rooms, you know, be it food or feminine hygiene products, Mary Bell will find it and eat it. And we had an episode last week that was so disgusting and I just couldn't believe my baby girl did this. But she did, and so now the girls keep their doors closed and keep their bathroom doors closed, too. But all in all, she is a sweet girl, and she is so sweet with the girls and always has been. 
Anyway, guys, I thought you might just like that type of episode. If you did and you want more of this, let me know what you want to hear and I'll start kind of crowdsourcing. That's what I call it, crowdsourcing episodes. I think it's fun to hear from all of the faces in the Cavalier community and dog community at large. So if you're from another breed and you want one of these for your breed, let me know. I'm happy to do it. I think it's a lot of fun. It totally touches on what this podcast is all about, which is exposing the stories of human connection that dogs make possible. Thank you so much for listening. I'm appreciating your reviews and emails. Tag me and as always, be the person your dog thinks you are. Bye.